like my juices flow all the time. Absolutely, absolutely. You know as much as I know. Right now, we've been able to stuff the stuff. The curse is broken. NC State fans, finally. <laughs> finally. Hey, happy Thanksgiving. I mean, that's a triple play. The Wolfpack ain't for soft. It ain't for soft people. your show <laughs> kipling has the law of the jungle Julio has the law of the wolf full effect yeah right. when you expect the least you get the most and after three straight losses two of which were just garbage efforts in the first half of the basketball game mm-hmm. at virginia at syracuse nc state found their life they found some sea legs tonight showed showed a little kick season not quite over yet yeah you called this earlier in the week on the main show that as bad as things have looked in that three-game losing streak and it's not lost on us that kevin keats was in a good mood after the wake forest win to get to five and one in the league yeah wanted the attention nobody's talking about us tired of this shit xyz yeah, it's kind of like in the intro to Law of the Wolf. You know, he stuffed the stuff. We saw what happened after that. Yeah, so it's like, can't dump, uh, can't dump the Gatorade too soon. Uh, and yeah, those those really those bad starts for NC State in those in that three game losing streak was not there tonight. To me, the to me, Miami comes into this game dealing with inconsistencies throughout the year. You know, we've spent a lot of time talking about Duke and their various lineups. Yeah. Miami season when it's over, cause they're not going to make the tournament when it's over, they're going to look at all the various lineups they had and all the injuries they've had and just lack of continuity as the season has gone on. It's up to NC state, which has not had that issue to take full advantage of it back home. It's tough, man. It was a sleepy night at PNC arena, random Tuesday night, nine o'clock, nine o'clock. Not a lot of folks there it is what it is, but they started out the way they were supposed to start out. They did get out-rebounded. Offensive rebounding was what kept Miami in this game. But other than that, NC State did a good job. Yeah, I, I thought the way that they finally, you got the box score, box score there. That's the way State needs to play offensively, where they kind of piece some things together. And mm-hmm. obviously, Horn, DJ Horn becomes the bus driver. But Casey Marcel making the three threes, he's been in such a funk that you can chalk up some of it to you spent all year last year playing with Quavion Smith and Jarkel Joyner, two guys who created all kinds of space for him as a spot-up shooter. But at some point, you have to adjust. At some point, you have to figure out how you can contribute. Mm -hmm. He really hasn't been contributing this season. So to have this type of game, Horn with the bus driver, I thought Taylor uh, made the shots that he kind of needed to as well. And O'Connell in the starting lineup, again, with the five assists, uh, you know, he adds a little bit of stability. Notice I haven't said anything about DJ Burns. Obviously, this wasn't his type of game. The way that, uh, Jim, you know, Jim Laranaga is going to put him in ball screens mm-hmm. and make it difficult for him to defend. That's where Modiara, who I don't think played until there was about four minutes left in the first half. Yeah, Kevin's got a little bit of a weird deal going on with, with Mo. Uh, but I thought the way that Mo played and I thought Ben Brooks, while struggling against Omir on the defensive end, uh, did make Omir work. So, you know, I, I, I joke with you when I say don't dump the Gatorade until it's over. <laughs> but I feel like that's what NC State basketball is this year. I'm not saying they're going to rip off a bunch of wins here in a row the way that the football team did and recover from, you know, the debilitating loss that they had at Duke. Sure. Right? sure I'm not, sure. not saying that's what's going to happen. I, I think it's fairly clear, though, in the ACC, as you and I have talked about, 
there's just not that big of a difference between teams two through 14. And then obviously you see tonight in Carolina that if, if, an, if their opponent gets hot, probably at home, it's, it's going to trip them up too. Yeah. I mean, that's not going to happen that many times down the stretch here. But I mean, the truth of the matter is, as we saw with Virginia Tech, the state played really well in the first half of that game, couldn't put them away. Then all of a sudden, Virginia Tech gets hot, beat state. They go to Virginia. They play poorly in the first half. No, there's re- rebound. That's that's what I was worried about. Rebounding in Virginia and yeah. then rebounding in this game. Yes. The rebounding was literally the only thing that kept Miami in this like game. Said, and, and Nigel Pack in the second half. Well, it's, Nigel yeah. Pack scored all of his points in the second half of this it, basketball it's, game. He's, it's, he's a baller. It's funny you mentioned that Alec Lauer, uh, who does uh, what Trinity Road Times is his website, kind of rude to get lit up by a guy named Pack. Right. It, it, right. That, that might be some law of the wolf if you're not careful. Our friend James Curl also pointing out that there was a guy named Wolf who stuck at the NC State one time as well. <laughs> now, if I, if I remember correctly, there was a there was an ACC Big Ten challenge during an ice storm against Penn State. And there was like a, a guy named Evan Seacat. That's funky names like that. Animal names. Got to look out. Got to look out for that. With uh, with NC State, uh, from JJ, who's in the YouTube comments, lost money on Miami money line. Probably going to bet against NC State you, the rest of the year to will them into yeah. a tournament. Consider yeah. it an NIL donation. Uh, it's not legal yet in in this state, but a friend of mine, <laughs> very good friend, big fan, did just that last year. Yeah, he lost thousands of dollars <laughs> last year. Thousands. Is that a write off? Can that be a donation? I don't think so. <laughs> don't think so. Our guy Joey pointing out there was free chicken tonight. Uh, yeah, Pack missed a couple free throws, so we, we did get that in this game. And then, yep, O'Connell. I, I thought was another. I thought you know, he was kind of steadying. I saw his parents there mm-hmm. at the end of the uh, uh, row. It was interesting checking them out and seeing. You know, the, I think well, I think his family was was all in town. So yeah, you have games like that. You want to you want to perform well for them. It's also good to see uh, happy. Kevin Keats after the game. Good mood, Kevin Keats. Apparently, Chip uh, Chip Alexander, News and Observer, covers NC State. Uh, I guess, I don't know why he was sitting in the uh, the usual spot for the coaches, but Kevin Keats sat in the chair that you typically oh. used to sit in back in the day I when like you were that. coming to beat. Uh, Noah Fleischman from the technician with this. Hey, look, don't, Chip, we don't need your opening statement. Um, how do you think the, the Wolfpack, how did you think we defended the three-point line tonight, you know, with a Team like Miami, who you know scores eighty-one points a game, makes about ten threes a game. How do you yeah. think our three-point defense was? It was pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Could it be better? Well, right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the most Chip Alexander. Pretty good. Spot. It was pretty good. Chip's seen it all. Chip's seen it all. <laughs> he really has seen everything as it relates to uh, to Etsy State. So it is what it is. Now here's here's the thing about. No drinking yeah. tonight. I'm sober. So, uh, Kelly, little <laughs> went a little hard in the paint on Sunday. It's going to be some kind of week here now. Yeah, you were a little hungover on Monday, <sighs> just slightly. All because of the Chiefs, man. Yes, all Mahomes because made of the drown Chiefs. in my sorrows. From Ken, will Keats text Jillio at an inappropriate time tonight to celebrate? Uh, I don't think so. Although we did have a great pregame talk with uh, Craig Hamill mm-hmm. about you know. Uh, I'll sell them out here just a little bit. That's fine. That I guess Keats has been blocking people on Twitter. Yeah. Like, just mute them, Kev. Like, yeah. it's okay, man. I, I feel like... I think multiple people have said that to him. 
I feel like you're the only one that probably could I need express to, to him. I need to talk to Kevin Keats about that. That I, you, it, That's like a badge of honor when you block people. So just mute them. Well, it's not even so much that it's a badge of honor now. It's more just confusing because some of the folks who have been complaining about the fact that they've been blocked by Kevin Keats on Twitter have straight up said, I haven't done anything. I haven't interacted with yeah, him. I, so it almost seems like I can't keep track. Of it's, it's almost why like, someone would or wouldn't be. It's so. almost like somebody's searching their name. I don't know. I mean, that's entirely possible. I mean, I have an alert in my in my Twitter search uh, for our names, so that way I can fish out. So because sometimes people screw up ads and whatnot. Sometimes I'd like to see the haters being haters, that kind of stuff. I mean, I'm not gonna block them. I'll mute them. That's what you do. You just mute them. Otherwise, they'll never know. They'll just tweet into the void, and they'll never know what's going on. So there's there is some of that, and of course we got. Uh, we got Bennett Keats getting uh, getting this cute after one win. Nah, man, let them have it. They needed yeah. they needed they needed to feel good about them. I think sometimes about themselves. I think sometimes fans get a little too wrapped up in the totality of it. They either don't like Keats. I know our guy Josh Goodson, uh, who was tweeting out like, "How many of you are actually rooting for NC State to lose tonight?" Right. I mean, that's a real thing. Right. That's a real thing, and th- that element exists. And some people are like, yeah, you won, but I don't want to be happy about the fact that you won. Well, if NC State's going to have any designs of clawing their way back into NCAA tournament discussion, well, it has to start somewhere. I was actually checking out uh, WarrenNolan.com. Your favorite. I got you. They got the team sheets. Yeah. Because he has the team sheets. He actually has the team sheets. Yeah. As much as I love Ken Ken Palm, WarrenNolan.com, once you get past all the ads, it's actually, and I was like, hey, man, I'm not knocking it. I'm not knocking it. (laughs) Why? Because we got to do ads in a second. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying. Sometimes I'm trying to read something. A pop-up shows up. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's all it is. So tonight at home against Miami was a quad two win. And NC State doesn't necessarily have a bad resume in the sense that they haven't lost anything that's terrible. They haven't. They don't have any bad losses, so to speak. Uh, they're 4-2 and two in quad two. They're 2-0 and oh in quad threes. They're 8-0 in quad four, right? But the problem is they don't have any wins over quad one. They had opportunities against Tennessee, BYU, obviously North Carolina, and then away at Virginia. That was a nice opportunity for them that was squandered. But again, that doesn't necessarily knock you out. It just puts you in this big pool. Do they have opportunities? That's the question. I think there is a big pool. And as we've talked about on the OG proper, Four or five ACC teams are going to make the NCAA tournament. It's not going to be a no, two no, no, team it's two field. Bids. Hey, North Carolina losing, it might just be one. You mentioned one bid. You mentioned uh, Miami not having Cleveland. You know, I, I like Miami's team, and I know your your pops is probably a little bit down on them right now. My dad wasn't even wearing Miami gear tonight, and they've kind of been fighting through it a little bit. But it, you know, you look at. I know people were mad at them earlier this year to Luke because they lost to Kentucky, mm-hmm. and it's like you know they beat UCF, and you might sit here and go, "Well, who's UCF?" Uh, UCF's like beating every good team in the Big Twelve, <laughs> and that gets back to our conversation about having a nine and three record against the Big Twelve. NC State just needs to keep winning basketball games, I and mean, that that's that's really all it comes down to. Yeah, well, um, they've only they've got to the halfway point now. They're six and four in the league, and while your straight up league record isn't necessarily factored. What matters is you beat those other teams that are going to be on the bubble with you. And now they have to get themselves onto the bubble. Um, like I said, the, the the game at Syracuse was the disturbing one to me mm-hmm. because Virginia, I, I've been to a dozen games at Virginia where they get down by 14 at the half and they lose by 30. I mean, I, I saw CJ Leslie have a minus 38 there one time. Okay. 
So for them to put that game into overtime, uh, I thought that was a good fight. Okay. The Syracuse game was a crap sandwich. Yeah. That was their, to, to use the football analogy, that was their game in Duke mm-hmm. where they went there and you're like, this team stinks. What are you talking about? Now, you, you have to respond to that, though. That's what they did today. They responded. Mm-hmm. And you saw it in a way, and, and our guys at Tuffy Talk pointed this out, like, is, is DJ Horn the bus driver? Yeah. I, I think that's a for better or worse situation, though. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, as, as I tweeted out near the end of the game, it, it truly was a Roy Williams kind of night for NC State. You know, the first half of this game, they come out, they play hard, they play well, they have a lead at the half. And part of that was, Everything looks better when the ball goes through the basket. Everything does. <laughs> the classic, the you know classic I mean? Roy, yeah. And and a lot of that's Casey Morsell too, kind of snapping out of it. But yeah, he, it, he had some he had some critical threes tonight. It's to a totally contagious situation, right? You you have you know you let it things spiral away in the second half of Virginia Tech. Yeah, you, you have this the start at Virginia. You have the start at Syracuse. Those things all snowball, and I think Kevin talked about this on the court right after the game uh, on the radio, and he was saying like. You know, we needed to get back home and get a taste of victory and get the cookie, as he likes to call it. Yeah, he does like to say um, that. because, like I said, the difference between these teams. And again, all you got to do is look at Georgia Tech. They just got the doors blown off of them by Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. They go back home, and part of it is, well, what's Carolina doing? Right, looking ahead a smidge, and you know, you 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 all you can do is play the teams in front of you and show up for those games, and then when you get to the end of it. I think that's when you have these these bigger conversations, and we and we should have a bigger conversation, a little bit about the crowd, and a little bit about what was expected. Tonight. Yeah, we can we can get but into first, that. But first, but but first, let me let me read you this tweet since you brought up Georgia Tech. Okay, we're not talking about Georgia Tech, North Carolina, in the sense of you know what does it mean? This is Law of the Wolf yes. podcast. We'll yeah. spend time talking about that tomorrow. But there's an NC State hook to what Georgia Tech did to North Carolina tonight. This is from Jeff Borzello. This is an amazing stat. This was an adventure of a story. I'm going to read. Have you seen this tweet? I'm going to read it to you. Damon Stoudemire is just the third first-year ACC head coach in the last 30 seasons to beat Duke and North Carolina in his debut campaign, per Stats and Info. The other two were Sidney Lowe and Kevin Keats. I was not prepared for the last slide. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Oh. Oh. Sid somehow. Well, I know the somehow. Duke A wasn't that good that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they yeah. beat him in they beat him down in Tampa. Dude, that's a hell of that's a hell of a stat. They beat him down in Tampa. But like they just thought about it. Look at them like, why like why you gotta do that to me? But I point Come this out now. because like Sidney Lowe, I suspect Damon Sotomar is not gonna make the NCAA tournament. No. Despite having those two wins, which is no. something that's very rare no. that happens. So well, let's get into some ads, yes. shall we? Well, it was officially 76 night mm-hmm. at the arena tonight, but that's our friends at Breeze Through Adam Stevenson, always there for us, always there for you. 17 locations. Of course, they got the McDees through and carry the Taj Mahal of all Breezers, and they have Home Base, Trinity Road, Edwards Mill, right there, right across from the arena. Our friends, our friend Kyle Austin even mm-hmm. paid off his uh He did. He did. By uh, getting, he won't be listening to this, but he got his <laughs> coffee for us. You can go get some dark roast there, get your beers, get your snacks, get all those good things. I actually went to Breeze Through today when I was leaving the 919 Vice podcast from Graffiti. I actually went to the one there off of 54 where, where we met with Adam yeah. uh, at the, the home base, if you will, their home office. Uh, so went and picked up gas there, said hey to Adam. Of course, in, in classic, it's like, hey man, good catching up with you. 
We need an hey, Ethernet cable. He's just, like, oh, I see. There's always I, a catch. Th- yeah, there's always a catch with the OG. Speaking of people that we saw, we saw the OG. OG. We saw, hey, it's Mosquito Authority, Pest Authority. Check them out, bugsbite.com. Yeah, it was, it was good to see him walking through the hallways. I still can't get one of them to give me a wristband for that bar, for that uh, courtside bar. That, that would be... Have you really asked, though? I've asked. Well, I... I need to ask Chung is who I actually need uh, to ask. But he probably has it, yeah. Hayes Lancaster, the OG, OG, uh, moisture inside, below the house. You got mm-hmm. bugs inside the house, ants inside the house. You got mice in the attic. All these things. Take care of your number one investment, which is your home. Go to bugsbite.com. And of course, um, Scott Wood is... I'm here today. You are Scott Wood. You're your no, best shooter on this program right no, now. No, 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 no. Absolutely are you not. you lefty? Do you play basketball lefty? No, everything else is right-handed. The okay. only thing I do is swing left. That's okay. it. Um, but yeah, contact Scott Wood, give him a call 765-609-0453 or just email him scott.wood at northpoint with an e.com. Yeah. Or Scott Wood 15. And then of course you, you're going to get into the real estate market, go with the experts, six locations from here to the coast, 250 agents. It's my HTR.com. All right. We want, we want to give Whitaker and Hammer a shout too. Yeah, of just course. Get them all out here. Yeah, well, I, I like to do that sometimes. I just wipe them all out in one <laughs> one spot. Um, Josh Whitaker, big state fan. Yes, there are state fans that are lawyers. Uh, Josh and Joe Hamer, wh dot lawyer. In case you get a stray uh, excessive speeding ticket, nine one nine seven seven two seven thousand or the world's greatest URL, wh dot lawyer. All right, uh, let's let's get back to your law. There we go. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. I don't believe in transitions on Law of the Wolf. I don't know if you know this or not. Sometimes I add them in the post edit. I was going to say, you add them in the post edit. Yeah, sometimes. That's why you're here like for all hours of the day. As I you're, as I you're, don't really as believe in them in real time. As you're setting your MacBook Air on fire, fire. trying to edit, you know, try to render those videos now yeah. on iMovie. Mm-hmm. Get a new computer, Joe. Mm-hmm. Get a new computer. Uh, from Steve, uh, does this mean Jillio? Are you going to be waking up around 11 a.m. tomorrow? No, 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 no. no, no. no. We're, we, we're we back are, in action tomorrow. We, I will be up in less than six hours because I got to get the kids to school one way or the other. So we've been getting a lot of questions on the YouTube comments. By all means, put them in there and we'll check them out. Uh, and Taylor hits on one that we've been getting a lot in the comments. Is something wrong with DJ Burns? He hasn't looked right since the wake-in. He has been struggling a bit, and he struggled tonight, although, as you mentioned earlier, that was kind of an anticipated thing tonight against Miami. I mean, this comes down to sometimes the the obvious answer. This is Occam's razor. Mm-hmm. DJ Burns is not in great shape. No, he's not. And he needed to show up to the season in better shape than he did. Mm-hmm. I think this is, the, this is a, a potential new NIL problem, right? You know, we can use NC State as an example. Richard Howell who was at the game tonight with his family. He lost a bunch of weight between his sophomore year and his junior year. And then from between his junior year and his senior year, you could tell, hey man, I need to get into not only unbelievable shape, but I need to play at a higher level in order to make money playing basketball. Mm-hmm. And he has spent, uh, he's on a great pro career playing in Israel and other stops. Yeah. And he did that by transforming his body and putting in hard work. DJ in you know in the in now with NIL, DJ got his payday this offseason. So this is one of those new NIL issues. We've seen this. How many years have we seen this in the NFL, Major League Baseball, the NBA, where a guy gets a contract and all of a sudden you're like, where did the where did that fire to get there go? I, and I think it's a Joe, I, I think it's a new NIL 
It's it's one of those unforeseen consequences of NIL. I and I have to be really careful how I talk about these particular things. And this is coming from somebody like when BJ Anya was at NC State, like people were, were getting on him about certain things. And it's like, look, man, as somebody who also loves food, it's tough. It's hard. It man. Is. It it's is. hard. All right. Like, I know I shouldn't do this. I should be doing that. But that doesn't stop me from in eating an entire Costco bag of Reese's animal crackers. Okay. Do they make those? Dude, Costco's got these Reese's. I'll bring some in. They're okay. delicious. They are ridiculous. But you see what I'm getting at? I'm watching basketball yeah. at home on my couch, and it's just really easy to go back to the pantry and grab them. Some people just but, like food. But I will ask this question because I do, I do think this is a weird NC State thing because why is it NC State is the team or the, the, the squad that has this particular issue? I mean, Armando Baycott is in the best shape. I mean, actually, he's changed his body multiple times yeah. to fit what he needs to do. And North Carolina typically gets a guy in Kennedy shape. Meeks. Oh, geez. Kennedy Meeks, Meeks went from, from uh, you know, uh, I would say a festively plump to completely in shape. So, and I say this as a fellow festively sure. plump person. Um, I wish I could get North Carolina strength and conditioning because they seem to get guys into shape pretty damn fast and ready to go. NC State, this seems to be, this is not a Kevin Keats issue. No, this no. is something that has happened over time at NC great, State. Great moments in Joe and, and Debbie Yao history. Yeah. When she was replacing Sydney and everyone's like, oh, yeah, you got to go for it. Brad Stevens. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I yeah, said, yeah. forget Brad Stevens. You need to hire Butler's strength coach. Right. That's who you need to hire. Right. Because those guys are always put together. They're always ready to go. Look, I, I think it's just that simple with, with DJ. Mm -hmm. And I think th there will be spurts like we saw with Notre Dame mm -hmm. in end game situations where I think, the, I think Virginia, they handled it right. I thought Virginia in the second half of that game, he helped them get back into that game. Um, you know, you're seeing Kevin, I think, manage his minutes in, in a good way. But yeah, I mean, Norchad Omir, you know, that, that's a tough matchup for him. The way Jim Laranega runs their half court sets, mm -hmm. that's that's tough for him. And you have to give you have to give both Kevin credit for the way that he's using the minutes and also give DJ credit. Like I said, that Notre Dame game, he was not part of that comeback. But when they needed him on the floor for those two big shots, yes, he he made them. Uh Virginia in the second half of that game, he was there for them. But that that requires everyone to be on the same page, which you know what's a lot easier to do, Joe when you're winning games, you can buy into, okay, I'm going to play less to be yeah. more effective. I think NC state's problem. Ultimately it's a talent issue. Sometimes we talk about this all the time with the transfer portal. You might bring guys in yeah. and you're banking on them, but they might not actually pan out. I mean, we've seen it in North Carolina. We've seen it at Wake Forest. We've seen it everywhere. You bring somebody in, you think it's going to work. You think it's a good fit. It might not necessarily be a good fit. I think NC state actually understands their roles. I, honestly, and yeah. all the time, and all the and all the NC State that I've watched so far this season, especially in conference play, I don't think they lack an understanding of what they're supposed to do. I think there are times where they just simply do not execute, or there's just simply just kind of that's who they are. I think that comes down to shooting. I think we all recognize they're not a great shooting team. Um, when they beat what was it the it was the it was the Virginia game at home where they only shot eight times. I don't have to, I don't have that off the top of my head. It wasn't the Wake Forest game where they only shot it eight times from three. No, they got no. Yeah, it was Wake was the season low because they the couldn't make low. threes. So don't Wake, take them. Don't take them. Right, yeah. and I think that's kind of like if that's that's the thing. NC State knows what it has to do to stay competitive in these games. It's just whether or not they can actually execute it. Turnovers in this losing streak, they went from they were fortunate in the Wake Forest game, but they had kept turnovers relatively low. And of course, during this stretch of games, they had seen an uptick, the 20 turnovers against Virginia. 
I think uh, in the Syracuse game, they were like 14 or 15. Okay. Rebounding was another issue as well. Like it, the Virginia Tech game was 20 turnovers. It was the Virginia game where they got out rebounded. And again, as we mentioned at the top of this, if you're just joining us now on YouTube, rebounding is what ultimately kept Miami into this. I just think that NC State's limited. But to your point, there's a lot of teams in the ACC that are limited and you can steal one. And that's what NC State's going to have to do down the stretch with another game against North Carolina. They're going to have to steal one at some point. Yeah, and the schedule, the way that it's set up, and I think Duke is probably the one that you're going to look at and go, okay, that's the one you could pick off. Mm -hmm. Un unfortunately for them, they play Carolina on a Saturday, and then their their Saturday-Monday turnaround is Carolina-Duke. Yeah, uh, yeah. Now, of course, you're not like traveling to the outer reaches of Cal or no, freaking uh, Stanford that's in the future. for uh, that's next year. the, the Saturday-Monday turnaround. <laughs> but listen, I... <laughs> I I look at the ACC and apparently uh, I won't even do this, but I look at the ACC and I see some good teams. I'm with you. I I, I don't see great teams. Nice. I see good teams, but I also don't well, see bad teams. Well, for that, instance, that's the thing. Going like into Clemson struggled with Louisville tonight. On going uh, going in going into tonight's matchups, there have been 53 losses by top 10 teams. North Carolina happens to be the 54th after they lose to to Georgia Tech tonight. So Who state plays next, by the way. On yeah, Saturday. which by that that's to go forward is Georgia Tech coming in this game, like just putting so it on the hangover. table, putting it on the table because they're they're feeling good about themselves. Or are they going to be like you on Monday, where no, that's a Carolina blue I, hangover. I, I had to turn off all the lights <laughs> and just let you sleep it off. What's 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 Saturday going to be? It's a hangover coming Georgia Tech's way. <laughs> okay, although that's a team Kevin has traditionally struggled with. This is true. Well, I think Georgia Tech is just a team that some teams like. I think. North Carolina has these crazy no. house of horror stories in Atlanta. Here is a person I did not think would ever be missed. Not in a bad way. He was a very nice person. Yeah. Jericho Helms. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that's not a, that's feels not a name. Like, that was not a name I was expecting <laughs> to hear tonight. Jeez. <laughs> oh, it got me there. Uh, I feel like this team is missing <laughs> the good shooting three or four like Helms. Yeah. I, mm -hmm. And I think when you talk about the construction of this team, what it was supposed to be, uh, you know, this is where MJ Rice but his role in it, this is one of those things you have absolutely no control, no control over no how control. a player is going to adjust and everything else. So, uh, yeah, like, yeah, Taylor. Yes, sir. Got to make shots, man. It was, absolutely. it was both, it was both a Roy Williams night and a Sydney Lowe kind of night. Absolutely. Got to make shots, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Let's wrap up on you. You mentioned uh, the crowd. Yeah. And, and the kind and, of and the expectations for the, tonight, the vibe and the expectations for tonight. I mean, I wasn't expecting much of a crowd tonight for a variety of reasons. Uh, one, any goodwill that was built up after that Wake Forest game, which was a good crowd and a fun game, just went out the window with that three-game losing streak. And it's how they went about that three-game losing streak. So it's a Tuesday night, 9 o'clock against Miami. Not a traditional draw uh, at PNC Arena, nor do I think this upcoming Saturday is going to be a traditional draw at PNC Arena. So you're probably going to have another kind of a sleepy crowd, but that's not, there's sleepy crowds everywhere. Okay. I mean, there's sleepy crowds at Florida state. There's a sleepy crowd. I mean, if North Carolina or Duke are not in your building more yeah. often than not in the ACC, you're getting a sleepy crowd. And I'm not bringing up the lack of people that were showing up to PNC arena tonight as some sort of indictment on NC state fans. I don't blame NC state fans for showing up. You know, the only way you can really protest or show you just your show your displeasure with the state of the program is to just, 
not invest time or money into it. You got your diehards that are always going to be there. You might have somebody that say, hey, this is my one chance to go watch NC State in person. They're going to take advantage of it. I think I had seen from uh, my guy BP Cox on Twitter. I don't have I don't have it in front of me, but I think the secondary market you could get in the building for a dollar. We were in the classic. The fees are worth more or are more expensive than the actual ticket. I, I, I think thought, the same thing's going to happen on Saturday. I thought the crowd. I thought there was there were more people there than I expected to be there. Sure, I thought there would be like closer to like five six thousand people there. By the second half, I thought it was closer to like nine. But this is how it's going to be the rest of the year. People are just going. To, people are not just coming back, right? They're just they're just well, not this coming is back. Where we get into, and I think there were. I thought a lot of the times you go into that building and there's like a dread mm-hmm. of what's going to happen or what your <laughs> what spiral you're in. Right? I think, I think I drove into the parking lot at what time did I get there? Like eight twenty five, maybe. You got there pretty late. Yeah, I got there a little bit late, but. That's what I was kind of, that's always my tell of like what kind of night it's going to be based on how late am I getting there? Yep. And I think I got there around 825 and I, I had no problems whatsoever. Yeah, I got there like a little bit after seven and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I do think that getting wrapped up in the crowd is, uh, it's, it's kind of a silly exercise because I've been to plenty of games in Chapel Hill seven o'clock or nine o'clock against a not marquee opponent. Like nobody's, nobody's going out of their, out of their way to go watch Louisville play a non Rick Patino top 25 Louisville team at the Smith. Well, Center. that that's the state of the ACC. Yeah. I mean, that's part of it. That I think Wake Forest game on, on a Monday night. I mean, it was a late arriving I, crowd because of the time, but people showed up for I, that one. It I made sense. I don't want to dismiss though, the angst from the performance against Syracuse because that's real. Like mm-hmm. they, that was a, it was a terrible freaking game, man. Okay. So I think there were some people coming into this game thinking, all right, they're going to lose this game. And this is what will cost Kevin his job ultimately. But I, I, I think the fans are having that conversation. There's a, there's a portion of the fans having that conversation. I don't know if that's hit that administrative level. No, yet, it's not. Because I think you'll see, like I said, don't dump the Gatorade till it's, <laughs> So let's all the clock hits zero. Um, oh, I don't even know what B's telling me here. Uh, I don't know. I, got, I guess I have to look at B Wayne's. Uh, I got to look at B Wayne's Twitter account. Rip the podcast name from the Twitter but, handle. Yeah, it's my law, dude. It's, Come on. <laughs> yes, Everyone knows who created it. Say you've been talking about the law of the wolf for a long time. Come man. on, man. Um, nah, here, here's the thing. If anybody, if NC State lost tonight, anybody expecting NC State to move on from Kevin Keats after tonight? That's just silly. Well, I that's, think there's that, a difference. That's, that's not Boo Corrigan to start. I was going to say, there's a difference between how the administration views what Kevin's done in seven years. I think there's yeah. a difference between what fans view yeah. what Kevin's done in seven years. And a lot of this goes back to your point about what age are NC State fans. The mm-hmm. older ones are basketball fans. And still, how could you not talk about 74 and 83? Because the freaking school celebrates those teams every other day. It's right here, man. Like It's right here. It's okay to maybe like think about something else. What else is there to think about? Uh, pick something. Fire and ice. Scott Wood. Pick something. The Got Man. Celebrate uh, something. I don't know about that. Celebrate something else. Okay. Mm-hmm. But my point is, when you are an older fan, and I've had people come at me and be like, "Oh, this isn't working," and and Kevin, you know, it's been awful the seven years, a tough stretch. The whole thing's been a tough stretch. And I'm like, no, no, no. I mean, his first team went to the tournament. His last team went to the tournament, and there was one there in the pandemic that would have made the tournament, but the thing was canceled. Sure. It's fine. You don't even want to give him credit for that. But like, you can't say, like, oh, it was terrible all the time. And I get it. That's not 
that's not like an overwhelming majority of the fan base. But I do think when you have performances like they did Mm -hmm. at Syracuse, you start moving people out of that category of the middle to the, okay, as we like to say in the herb zone where you're like, okay, it's time for something to happen here. Whereas I would just say, let's just see what the heck happens the rest of the way. And not because of like, I have some strong belief that NC state is going to rip off 20 wins in a row. Mm -hmm. Rather, I just think the way that the league is, you're going to lose some games like they did to Virginia tech. Sure. Because the other team gets hot. You're going to lose some games to Virginia on the road. When by the way, they never call a freaking foul on Virginia, the whole game. That was one of the more frustrating experiences I've had watching TV. I try to give our TV brethren grace because it's a, it is a difficult job, mm-hmm. but it was like the guy was sitting there, the, the the straight guy was sitting there talking about how, you know, I can't, they have this 20 game home winning streak and I don't understand. Like, what is this sorcery? <laughs> Meanwhile, on every hedge, they foul. Yeah. And it's like, no shit, dude. They foul on every play. They get away with everything because they believe in the, if we foul on every play, they won't call every foul. So like, just watch the game sometimes. Right. I think NC State's problem is for basketball. They don't have a hook. You, you you've talked about the identity. They don't have a hook, and that's where we get into the younger fans, the mm-hmm. forty and younger, view it as a football school. You know, as and much then as view it as that's their identity, the the tailgating culture, so the quarterback. You, I'll um, it's it's interesting. I'll I'm going to invoke your favorite team in the ACC, Virginia. Yes, as okay. I just explained. Yes, my yes. favorite. Your favorite, Virginia. Say what you want about Tony Bennett. They have a hook. I I can make yeah. I can make fun they of an identity. I can make fun of Virginia. They get really excited about clock violations and all that kind of stuff, but they buy into it, man. They buy into it and they're willing to look past. I mean, I get winning a national championship helps in this regard, but they're willing to look past early tournament flameouts because look at the success in the regular season. They buy into it. I've I, always I've always maintained that Tony Bennett is basically Herb Sendek with a national championship. And a couple of ACC titles, too. Yes. That's the, not shortchange of that. You're right. But <laughs> what I'm saying is Herb Sendek had a hook, too. The problem is that Herb Sendek just happened to be in the yeah. wrong in the wrong place. Yeah, I, think you know? right. I think you're right there, Wayne. <laughs> Our hook is being on the bubble. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. Okay. Wayne brought up the idea. Wayne brought up exactly where I was headed. You know, there, I get a lot of folks who get a bad about like, oh, I just wish we just weren't on the bubble all the time. We weren't bought in the bubble all the time. Well, under Mark Godfrey, that was the hook. It was, oh, man. The last team the in. The last team get in. The, the last in. team in. You know, and they made it. That was their identity. Godfrey fed off that. And, of course, they surprised people in the NCAA tournament. As they weren't necessarily the last team in. They were just the last team announced to be in. Yeah. But that was the hook. Okay. That's the problem with NC State right now is that they just don't really have that. And I, I don't think they're going to have it. I just don't think they're going to have yeah, it. See, I think Daniel brings up a point here that I'm trying to illustrate. Yeah. No, I do not think... I don't. It was a completely different situation for Mark and Debbie the year that Mark ultimately did get fired in mm-hmm. the middle of the season and, and fought vociferously to finish that season because of the way that he exited from his alma mater and he felt like it was going to hurt his chances of getting another job. Yeah. If he did not finish out that season, uh, they were in different parts though. Like, and I think obviously I think we can all agree that Debbie and boo are different people. And I think we can all agree that in year seven, Kevin is in a different spot than Mark was, even though Mark had more success than Kevin in the tournament. All right. I said, we would do this podcast as long as it took me to drink this beer. 
Is that it? The beer's over. It? All right. You got anything else you want to hit? No, because we have another podcast to do tomorrow. We do. We'll be we'll be back. Should we sleep here? The heat is working. Uh, no, I'm good. Okay, uh, uh, your your back fun. is so terrible that sleeping on hardwood floors actually Makes helps you. Yeah, <laughs> not me. I am not. I am not in that position yet. Absolutely not. Uh, in that position we, yet. we do need to send the people home on this though. Yeah. If you want to get an excellent jacket from Homefield Apparel, use that code promo code OG twenty three. Go to homefieldapparel.com. We did all right. it. We got we, them all. We did it. We got them Almost all. Forgot. Yeah, no, we got, got them all. Though. We got them all in there. We appreciate you watching. Uh, I was going to say, plenty of people still up at 12, 14 in the morning, man. We appreciate you watching this thing live on YouTube. Uh, we will be doing the main show tomorrow. Well, we'll talk about this a little bit more. We'll have uh, some other ACC discussions. And I know there's a lot of crossover between NC State fans and App State basketball fans. Lots of crossover. Huge crossover. We might need to open it back up tomorrow for my app stay friends. <laughs> we might. We might. We'll see y'all later.